0: Can we please talk about new FC 262? It has crept up on us like that. For, for you know, It feels like it was just yesterday that there were rumors flying around about Conor fighting for the title and Dustin Poirier and, uh, and you know, making that title match. But no, but, and then they decided, they settled on Oliveira versus Michael Chandler, which I believe is the right fight to make. That's a hell of a fight because you don't need a title on Dustin Poirier versus Conor McGregor 3. But putting a title on this fight, it adds value to it. It feels like we're heading into the new era of the lightweight division, doesn't it? Because obviously, you know, Khabib was so dominant for so long and he's hung up his gloves. And now it's time for the new guys to step in. You've got Michael Chandler, who's come out of Bellator, who's just this powerhouse of a man. You've got Oliveira, who has been doing MMA since forever, since Brock Lesnar. It, it, when, when Charles Oliveira was, made his debut, Brock Lesnar was the champion. That's... That's a long time ago. This fella, this fella right down here was UFC heavyweight champion in the world. Let that sink in. Huh? Feel old yet? Yeah, yeah I do. Jesus Christ, because I remember that like it was yesterday, but yeah. So uh, it's, a, it's an excellent main event. There's plenty of narrative behind it, and speaking of narrative, there is some fantastic narrative going into the co-main event as well, because Tony Ferguson is taking on Benil Dariush, and this is, don't get it twisted, as much as I love Benil Dariush, this is all about seeing where Tony Ferguson is in terms of this division. Can he make a comeback? Can he pull himself together and make a run at the age of 37? um, I'll get into what I think on that one in a little bit, but... As you all know, if you've watched this show before, if not, welcome. Glad to have you here. What I like to do is I like to go through the card and I take my pick of of certain fights where there are maybe some underdogs that like to come in. I like to call them terrible bets because... Honestly, betting on MMA is always terrible because you're not going to get rich betting on, on mixed martial arts. But putting a little bit of money down does help spice these, these things up. And, and you know what, I love fighting anyway, but putting a little bet on here and there, it really, I really do enjoy it. So, the fights that I picked out this week, I picked out three fights. And uh, this will probably run a little bit short because, like I said, it's, it, 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 I only picked uh, the three fights. It's, this is the Burt Locker fights in 15, but that's 15 or less. I want to make that perfectly, that's 15 minutes or less, Uh, well on this one anyway, maybe I'll change my mind in the future, who knows, it's my show, I'll do what I want, (laughs) so yeah, first one I'm going to look at, this one's a very interesting scrap, Edson Barbosa against Shane Burgos at 145 pounds, now the reason that is interesting is that Edson Barbosa obviously, he went down to 145 pounds and what I find interesting here is that Edson Barbosa is coming in as an underdog, right? Now, Burgos, other than Burgos, Burgos? I'm going to call him Burgos. Shame, Burgos. Anyway, he's coming off that loss to Josh Emmett. Now, there is no shame there because I rate Josh Emmett. Josh Emmett, yeah, he should get a, a big fight soon, I, in my opinion. He's, he's a hell of a fighter. But... Before that, his record is pretty good. He, he, put, he, strung, he strung a few wins together. He got some hype behind him because this, the MMA scene, it's all about momentum. That is what it's all about. And adversely, you look at uh, Barbosa's record and there's a lot of red there. There's a lot of red on that record at first glance, you're thinking, well, yeah, no, obviously, obviously Burgos should be a favourite then, because, you know, because Edson Barbosa's a big old bag of shit, no, no, I I, I forgive you, I forgive you for thinking that, but no, but look at his record, right, his only losses since 2015, Kevin Lee, Khabib, Gaethje, Tony, do you know what I mean, It's, it's like, the, the losses to Felder and Ige were both split decisions. That could, Those could have gone either way. So other than those split decisions, I mean, there's no shame in any of those losses. And don't get it twisted. Edson Barbosa is elite. He is elite level. Look at what he can do to me. Look at what he did to Dan Hooker. Look at what he did. Go back and watch that fight with Dan Hooker. And you watch what Edson Barbosa managed to do to, to Dan Hooker, who was an excellent, excellent fighter. And Dan Hooker is one of the best in the world. Don't get that twisted. He is. And Edson Barboza dismantled him. So I'm thinking I'm going to take Barboza here as the underdog because, look, uh, honestly, I think he's going to. Uh, honestly, uh, I always make my picks before I look at the odds, and then I take a look at the odds, and that's how I do this. So, you know, uh, and then I I find the ones where I've picked the under- the underdogs inadvertently. That's You know, put a little sneak peek into my process there. But yeah, I thought Edson Barboza was good for this fight, and then when I saw he was the underdog, I was like, yep. I'll double down on that. The question is, how? Sorry, a little cultural appropriation there for you. Oh, don't cancel. I'm I'm too small to be cancelled. You can't, you can't cancel me. I'm irrelevant. So, fuck yeah. Uh Yeah, so we've got... Um, it, look, the, the knockout is tempting. Now, I forgive you for being tempted by the knockout, but Barbosa does love going to a decision, especially at featherweight. So, I'm going to double chance it. And The double chance for the knockout or the decision is 2.10, which is the same as Edson Barboza to win. So why would I take that risk? So in that case, I'm going to go with Edson Barboza to win 2.10. I might put a sneaky side bet on the knockout, even though the knockout's not going to happen. I think that Edson Barboza wins this by decision, and I think he looks very good. That is my prediction for this fight. So moving on, we have the co-main event. And like i said there's a lot of narrative going to this fight is tony ferguson done at the age of 37 look 2020 was not a good year for tony ferguson he got dismantled by justin gaethje and absolutely dominated by charles Oliveira. but charles Oliveira is is hella good so is there any shame in that and but my question is i do i do question some of the wins that tony said i mean the win against pettis tony that was back and forth fight and then pettis broke his hand and i don't know you you you, on the face of it yeah he went on a really long winning streak but you see some of those fights and it's like okay yeah he beat cowboy who hasn't beat cowboy but you know no disrespect to cowboy he's been beaten a lot lately i don't know is is tony ferguson as good as they were making him out to be would be my question and my answer to that is no no, I don't think he is. I don't think he was ever, like, elite, elite in that division. Uh, you know, it pains me to say, I'm a big fan of Tony Ferguson, but I don't think he's elite at lightweight. I really don't. With that being said... I think he beats Benil Dariush. And I'm not. So, I'm not saying that to slight. Benil Dariush. Benil Dariush is as game as they come. He is so good. He's solid in just about every area. He really is. I mean, he, and he's got the momentum. As I said earlier, this the, the fight game is all about momentum, and Dariush has got a lot of it. You know, six six wins since uh, six wins since 2018. Five finishes, two submissions, three knockouts. That is a hell of a lot of momentum he's bringing into this fight. I think that Tony Ferguson stops that momentum. I really do. I, I may be overestimating Tony here. Uh, uh, Tony has been overestimated in the past. And I've and I've spotted it. Because I, I bet on Gaethje and I bet on Oliveira. Because I, I knew that they were going to win. Because I do think that Tony has been vastly overestimated. But I do not feel like he's being overestimated in this fight. Because I do feel like with his back against the wall, El Kikui, Tony Ferguson is going to come out with the win. I really think that and he's coming in as the underdog here look tony ferguson plus 11 to get the to get the submission that's worth taking any day of the week it really really is it's tempting i don't think it's going to be submission though i think it could i think it's probably going to be a finish i don't see this fight going the distance so that's why i'm going for tony ferguson double chance 3.75 that's going on the bet set i think that's a terrible bet Darius might come out and, and flatten him. But you, you, I just have a belief that Tony Ferguson is not going to let his career end on this note. I really feel that way. And I, and I think that whilst Darius is very good, I don't know if he's on the level of the guys that have flattened Tony. We're, we're going to find out on Saturday night it's why it's so intriguing. It's a good fight. Good fight. Tony Ferguson, double chance. Uh, so it's going to be yeah, submission. He's going to get the finish, I think. Submission or knockout. That's going on the best slip. And then we've got the main event. The new era of the light heavyweight division. Uh, heavyweight division? The lightweight division. Excuse me. Charles Oliveira against Michael Chandler. This is, this is a really good fight. This is like this is like the fight. You know everyone screams out about, oh, but you need to look. The rankings are meaningless if you don't get. Lit. Look, this is the fight to make. This is it. These are the two. But without Khabib, these two are in the mix for two of the best at lightweight, no, no question. You've got obviously Conor and Dustin Poirier, but you don't need to put a title on that. This one deserves to be for the title. And uh, you know what? On paper, this is such a good fight. And Gerald Sonnen, he, he gave the, uh, the prediction that it, wasn't, that it was going to be one-sided. He's gone with, with Michael Chandler. And I, I tend to agree with him that I think it is going to be one-sided. I do. But I think it's going to be one side or the other way. Don't get me wrong. Michael Chandler, he is a wrecking machine. He's a wrecking machine. He has got so much power. Do you know what I mean? His wrestling is fantastic. His movement is excellent. But I just feel like Charles Oliveira has more tools to get the job done. I really do. It's just... Charles Oliveira, he's come up the hard way, man. He's, he's fought so many people. He's got his share of losses. But... He's now on an eight-fight win streak with the most submissions in UFC history. I believe that's in UFC history. And that's why the submission for Charles Oliveira is only plus three. And that's what I'm going to take on this one. That's what I'm going to take. Because, honestly, I just feel like... My prediction is Charles Oliveira to win, first and foremost. I'm not counting Chandler out here. I'm really not. Chandler has that one X-factor. I feel like the main advantage Chandler has is that freak power that he can put people to sleep. I'm not saying Charles can't. Charles Charles is perfectly capable of knocking people out. He's done it and he w- and he will do again. But I feel like Charles Oliveira has more tools to get the job done. Now, Charles Oliveira is the favorite in this one, so, you know, controversial to what I normally do, I am going with the favorite. And also, <laughs> you know, it's it's very short odds on him to get the submission. Very short but I think that is for good reason because I think that it happens. I think that Charles Oliveira gets the submission and that is why plus three for Charles Oliveira to get the submission is going on my bet slip. So that is the treble. That is my treble this week. My treble this week is Barbosa to get the win. Any means necessary, Barbosa. Edson, just get it done. Got Tony Ferguson getting the finish and I have got Charles Oliveira getting the submission, that is 23.63, so that is circa 22 to 1, which is a terrible bet, because that's not even good odds, that's not even, like, astronomical odds, so yeah. Uh, But that's the bet that I am putting on, it's up here on the screen, and I'm also putting a side bet on Chandler by first round knockout, just because, why the fuck not? And either way, I am going to enjoy the fuck out of these fights, and uh, yeah, look, I always do a wrap-up show, wednesday thursday next week over on the patreon you know, if you feel like joining me to find out how all these bets went please feel free we we have a good time on the midweek show because you know we, we wrap up all the news we do all like the you know we do, we have a lot of fun uh, you know just like we have some fun betting but either way next time i see you until then keep those odds long and those bets terrible